Hey guys, and welcome to Real Talk No Gimmicks with Haley, Demi, and Aaron. We hope that you guys are all doing well and are staying healthy. Thank you guys for choosing to listen to Real Talk No Gimmicks this week. And if you want to get your weekly dose of realness, just keep on listening. Because I'm going to hand it over to Demi, and she's going to get us started today. So go ahead, Demi. First, I have a question for you guys. Yep. How are you guys feeling right now? Tired. Sleepy. <laughs> Sleepy. We just finished okay. school for those who are listening. That's what we sound like. We just got hit by a train or something, but <laughs> but life yeah. is good. You know, we're breathing. Exactly. I feel like I was doing that intro and I was like falling asleep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Honestly, I feel like I'm losing my sanity. <laughs> are you? Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel it too. Mm-hmm. Like this whole year. This COVID stuff, it just threw us under the bus. It needs to go. (laughs) It really does. It needs to. She's been here long enough. Like, we need you to go. You had your time on stage. You need to go, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Like Haley said, we're all alive and we're all breathing, right? At least we're not, you know, on like a ventilator and struggling (laughs) to breathe. So. That's definitely not funny, but we're so tired. <laughs> exactly. This to our minds, not to our hearts, y'all. Yes. yes. And speaking of COVID, we have a little story to tell you guys about our experience. Just you know, experience, inspir- ah, experience. I can't even say it. Uh, experience. <laughs> Experiencing it. Um. But it was like the third or fourth week of March and we were all getting ready to go to school. It was Sunday night, it was around 10 o'clock PM. And then out of the blue, we just get this text message from our counselor and other students in our grade. And like, boom, 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 text after text after text, we get this notification saying, there's no school tomorrow. There's no school tomorrow, there's no school tomorrow. And like, people are happy, people are sad, people Mm -hmm. are confused, people are just asking why. Well, it's because of COVID-19. And like they said that we we're going to have like an early spring break, which was going to be like two weeks. But those two weeks turned into like a- seven months. Seven months. <laughs> we're practically, you know, on spring break. But we're yeah. still on spring break. We're yeah. on spring break from last year and we're starting a new school year. So exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, a surprise it caught mm-hmm. everyone off guard it was unexpected yeah and it kind of leads into our main discussion for today about how to persevere through unexpected times so guys tell me you know what's it like to persevere through you know times like this um well i'll definitely use like this whole covid thing as an example because I've just been, you know, just trying to do what I need to do to stay safe, of course. And even in doing that, I know it still gets hard. And, you know, there's like the mental part of it where it's like, okay, I can't go outside. I can't socialize with people. So it's, you know, obviously like super, super hard. So, you know, I, again, like try to use the resources that I have to at least like, you know, talk to you guys and like FaceTime and this and that. And then, I like I also trying to stay positive as well, you know, and trying to see the bright side of stuff. Um, I guess the bright side is that I get to spend more time with my family and 
you know, obviously improving the podcast and really getting like our thoughts together, which I really feel like I didn't get to do before. Um, so I guess that's how I've been trying to persevere. And, you know, I, those who are listening, you, you, you know, probably can tell by now, but we are, you know, we are Christian. And again, you know, tr- we've talked, we talked about it last week, but, you know, constantly praying and just um, asking God for, you know, all the strength because we need it. But I guess that's how I've been trying to, you know, persevere during, you know, this unprecedented time, as, you know, so many people say. But, yeah. I love that. I think in addition to all that Aaron mentioned, um, I would say it's also important during hard times to kind of, like, check in with yourself and ask yourself how you're doing. Because a lot of times we don't, you know, we just kind of bottle in our emotions or we don't, um identify the areas in which we're hurting or we're confused or whatnot. And then over time, we just kind of bottle that up and it overflows. And then all at once, we're dealing with all of our uncertainty, our confusion, our anger, frustration, whatever. So I think just for me, just like checking in, having a little me time, whether that's like watching one episode of TV or putting on a face mask every like once a month, because I feel like I feel like I never have time for anything. But I know. Once a year. But yeah, just like giving yourself a little time because it's so easy, even in COVID, to get busy, whether that's school or family time or whatnot, that you don't have time to just like reflect. And then also making sure that you're doing like your devotional or whatever. Cause I feel I do mine usually at the like beginning of the day because I'm more of a morning person I know Mm -hmm. some people do it towards the end but just like having time to just you know talk to God and then take your reflections with yourself and you know offer it over to him and let him carry your burdens because in unprecedented times like these and just uncertain times we need like all the support that we can get definitely oh yeah I can definitely agree especially with what the chibi just said like if it weren't, you know, for FaceTime, for technology, if it weren't for this podcast, like right now, I feel like I'm losing my sanity. But like if I was just back, you know, in March and all this happened and like I never had the chance to like talk to my friends every day or like do this podcast, I'm telling you, I would like completely lose my sanity. Like not, you know, do any asylum. <laughs> probably, mm-hmm. you know, I'll probably end up in some kind of asylum. Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff as Haley mentioned, like going to school, like the fact that you sit down for eight hours staring at a screen nonstop, no bathroom breaks, no lunch breaks. Well, yeah, you do get breaks, but like it's not as much as I need. Mm-hmm. But like just for the majority of it, just staying in that one spot for such a long period of time, like that could be stressful, that could be nasty, okay, it's not cute. Because mm-hmm. for me, I'm a person that loves to move around. I'm a person that's very social, like I have to interact with people. If I cannot interact with people, I'll, I'll just lose some part of myself and God forbid that ever happens. But like, again, I, I think te- technology, I think my friends, I think this podcast because it's one of those reasons that gives me hope to just be productive, to like see the brighter side of the day, to just, you know, be more happy and hopeful and Mm -hmm. to ignore all that negativity, to ignore the homework, to ignore, you know, the things that could be sometimes tedious. So yeah, I'm just Mm -hmm. very happy about that. And I also have a quick question. Um, People keep saying like, if they knew 
that this COVID um, virus had happened, they would not believe it. So let's just say, for instance, we're all back in 2019. Okay, let's just say it's December of last year. Someone comes up to you saying, guess what? Next year, everyone's going to wear a mask. Next year, every student's going to be, you know, online learning. How would you react to that? I feel like I see like so many people that who are just like always like trying to predict stuff. And so I feel like definitely back in 2019, because I feel like every year there's always like even on Instagram, I've seen like accounts where there's like 2020 predictions and like this and that where they're constantly trying to tell you what's going to happen. So to be quite honest with you, I probably would think that they're insane, like that's not going to happen, that there's not going to be a pandemic and everyone is going to be in a mask and it's going to last like a whole year. Like I would definitely think that, you know, that's a bit of a stretch. Um but yeah, if I were to be honest, I definitely would not believe it. Like, I I don't, I don't know. Like, I know I definitely wouldn't believe it. And I wouldn't see it to be like at the extent that it is right now that, you know, we're still inside and it's still, you know, seven months later that we're still trying to deal with it, especially with school. Everybody said it's only going to be like two weeks. Everything's going to be just fine. It's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> definitely a big lie. So I definitely think if someone in the past were to tell me that this was going to be a thing, I wouldn't have believed them. Same. I think um, for me, I would probably be in like a state of disbelief for a long time. And I think it also, I think um, Aaron mentioned it, it would just depend on who told me. Like if it was just like a classmate or something like Aaron said, they're just making predictions. Like I remember 2016 or 2015, they were like predictions the world was going to end or something. You do that every year. <laughs> so I mean, clearly we're still living. So exactly. So I think it would just depend on who told me. Like if it was maybe like a pastor or something and he was like prophesying that maybe, then I'd probably like, you know, look at it a little bit deeper and pray about it. But if it's just like someone that's always making predictions, tomorrow the sky is going to be yellow, okay, then I probably would just be like, okay, you're, okay, yeah, great. I'm glad you think that. And then go about my business. Right. Oh, that's me. Why is that me? Like if someone said that to me saying, oh, yeah, next year this is going to happen, I'll be like, oh, you're crazy. Like who does some voodoo witchcraft on you? No. <laughs> but I would just honestly think, like, is there something wrong with that person? Because it never happened before. You know, we never lived in a time where the entire world was infected by, you know, a virus such as COVID-19. So if I was, you know, back in 2019, living my life, minding my business, and someone tells me that, I would just agree with you guys saying, like, no, I would not believe you. In fact, I would run away from you because you're crazy. But yeah. yeah. And even with that, I feel like if I were to believe it in any way, I'd probably think of it as, like, the swine flu or, like, Ebola, where it's, like, it's really minimal and it's, like, a short thing. It'll, like, be gone. Mm-hmm. But definitely not, like, like this to this extent, like, where it seems like it's, like, the Black Plague or something and, like, the whenever that was the 1800s or whatever, where half of Europe was like wiped out, I definitely wouldn't think, you know, it, it would be to that extent. But I kind of wanted to move on a little bit and kind of talk, because I know we have a lot of young listeners, but I kind of wanted to move on and talk about um, online school and how it's been going for all of us, because 
um, I've seen on social media and just talking to friends like, you know, besides you guys that um, it's like harder to do work and like harder to stay motivated, especially through all this, especially like how we were saying, like we sit down for eight hours at a time and then it seems like we have to do, you know, a bunch of work after that. So I wanted to kind of ask you guys how it's been for you guys so far. <sighs> the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not <laughs> <laughs> like, lie down no seriously though like it's only jesus like without him without you without my family ooh, without the support system that i really need as a teenager online school like i i really don't know what would happen to me but me now you know with online school compared to me in march I know that I'm getting used to the system. Like I know what to expect from teachers. Yeah. I know what to expect with like my online platforms and like just getting used to it. It's better because beforehand I was so confused. I didn't know how to like turn in, you know, assignments. And I'm like, this is so new. Like, what do I do? Cause it's so different. Even with like peers, like peers, it's so easy, but like, you know, with this new system that we're using for school is completely different. And because it's different, I'm like, again, confused. But again, I'm just, you know, going through the flow of things and trying to get used to it. And like, it's getting better. And so far, things are pretty good. That's good. Um, I would agree that it's a big transition from online school to, you know, being at school for the regular hours with, you know, everyone around. Um, being a senior, you know, I don't think any of us ever expected our senior year to go like this. You know, we had visions of the homecoming and all the events and the trips and the just everything. And it was like junior year, we were like content and we were like, okay, well, it's okay. People were getting on our nerves. We get peace, you know, and there was just so much optimism. But I think as time is progressing and with that uncertainty, when are we going to go back? Are we still going to have our, you know, events that we were expecting? And even if we have those, what is that going to look like for us? Um, sometimes it can be discouraging um, and just being having to do school online and just constantly kind of being in the same room and same space, feeling like you're doing the same thing, like repetitively every single day, like a robot. I think it can be it can be tiring and um, a little discouraging, but like we've been trying to like emphasize in this episode, like it's so important to just remain optimistic even when it's hard, and to just trust that God always has a plan even in our our unexpected times. Mm -hmm. And yeah, to add on to what Haley just mentioned, like yeah, even as a senior, you miss out on so much. You miss out, you know, with field day, the first last day of school or the last first day of school, sorry. And like you miss out on, you know, prep rallies and all these things like the sporting events, volleyball games, football games, you know, um, homecoming. Like you miss all of those things. And like as you reflect, you're like, darn it, like my actual last homecoming was junior year mm -hmm. and I won't get to do that anymore until I go, you know, to college and experience new things. So yeah, it does suck. Cause like, I know I was complaining about it, like, man, like the class of 2020, they had their pep rallies. Like they had their homecoming games. They had sporting events. They had all these things. At least they had that for, you know, first semester. Heck, they even had a junior, senior the year before, but we never get any of that. And just 
the thought of not having such things as a senior yet it's i don't even know how to describe it. it's just it's sad it's sad but just to repeat what Haley mentioned all we can do is just be thankful that we're alive to be thankful that we still have friends in our lives because there are people in this world there are seniors that have lost a loved one they have they have lost a friends appear from their grade and i'm very thankful that even in our grade like even though our class may be a little bit different and like we may disagree on certain things i'm just thankful that they're still in my life I'm thankful that they are alive and well. And just to see them, you know, being okay, it makes me happy. So like, again, even though we don't get to experience that senior year experience, I'm just glad we have a senior class, so. I think that's really good. I definitely add to that, Erin? No, I definitely agree with that. Like with everything that you said, especially for me, there are days that are like definitely harder than others, Um, but, I feel like it, we say it over and over again, but it's just so important that you have people that who, you know, you who surround you, who stay positive, because I think like in school today, we were um, having like we were in chapel and the speaker said that when you have people around you that are negative and complain all the time, it's so easy to delve into that as well. So it's again, it's important to have people around you who are positive as well, who are, you know, going through the same thing, because you know, there are harder days for, you know, different people. And when you have people to support you through it, it's, it's definitely a lot easier. And like, I just want to say, like, you don't have to always be, you know, sad all the time. You know, it's important to focus on things that, you know, bring you joy. You know, like for me, it's, you know, being around my friends and talking to you guys and doing the podcast. Um, So yeah, definitely overall with online school, it does get tiring. Like, mentally and physically because I feel like I'm just looking at a screen all day and I'm like constantly getting headaches but I guess with it I can kind of I guess my schedule is a little bit more flexible I can choose you know when I can do assignments and stuff um but yeah overall definitely like how you were saying before I'm just glad that I have you guys and just people around me who are going through the same thing to just you know just kind of lift each other up um but yeah I love that. And I wanted to ask you guys a question. I think um, in this episode so far, we've done a great job at explaining, you know, where we are in this time and just really being transparent and honest of like how just the COVID-19 has really affected us, especially in school and our relationships with our peers and whatnot. But I wanted to kind of take a little transition and think of it in like a spiritual sense. So I, I know a lot of times like our unexpected events and things that happen in our life that you know we're not expecting at all can break us down or you know make us feel defeated or whatever you fill in the blank but i wanted to ask you guys how do you feel that these events actually strengthen our faith oh my gosh where do i start like <clears throat> i'm taking my life for example like, I lost some important people in my life. Like, they're not dead, but they're just, you know, not present. And beforehand, I would, like, consider myself a family girl. Like, I always valued family. I always valued aunts, uncles, moms, dads, all that stuff. Like, just being surrounded by a family member or multiple family members, it just gives me such joy. 
And then boom, out of nowhere, you don't see them anymore. And I'm like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? What happened? Like, why is this happening to me? And at first, I was really lost. At first, I was really confused. And like, there even sometimes I was questioning God, like, God, if you really loved me, why would you let this happen to me? But then looking back, I now realize, oh, there's a reason why you did that. And just looking back, I'm very grateful. Like, yeah, it sucked. But in a way, I'm kind of grateful that it happened because there were some people in my life that were kind of toxic. And like, if they were, you know, still in my life, I don't know if I would still be a strong Christian as I am now. So again, going through those unexpected times or situations or events, at first you would think that it's some kind of negative, some kind of situation that's going to bring you down. But you just got to trust God because, number one, God knows what he's doing, okay? He always has, always will. And he's doing this because, number one, he loves you. And number two, he sees the best for you. And number three, he wants to make your life better. And even though it may seem that God's making your life worse, you just got to remind yourself constantly, like, find yourself a pastor, find yourself a friend, like, tell somebody about it. But just know that in the end, God is for you. And like, even though it seems it's not good, it's not going great, in the end, you're gonna be very grateful. So right now, I would say I am very grateful. I'm so thankful, like, <laughs> I even get emotional about this. But I'm not gonna cry, number one. Uh, number two, I'm just grateful. I'm very happy. I'm very calm and patient and forgiving. Because like, I did struggle with forgiveness. I did struggle with like contentment. I also struggled with like trust. Like it was hard for me to trust my mom. But now we're like best friends. We're like laughing at each other about the most mundane things. And like, I'm just learning more about myself. Good things about myself, of course. But yeah, I would just say like going through those struggles or like those unexpected things, they made me more grateful. They made me a better person, a better friend, a better sister, a better daughter, but most of all, a better Christian. So Right, definitely. And I definitely wanted to add it, add to what you were saying about being grateful. I think for me, that's probably the biggest thing that has made me, you know, stronger during this whole thing is that I've just learned to be more thankful because, you know, watching the news, it can be discouraging, but there are people right now who are going through like the absolute worst. Like we were saying, losing family members and losing multiple as well, because we know how contagious COVID-19 is and it can get to everybody. And people have lost so many family members, um, you know, job, losing their job, this and this and that. And there's just so many things that I have to like sit back and look like sometimes I can find myself like complaining and then I have to like look back and tell myself like you could be in such a horrible situation right now you could be on the street you could literally you know just be in the worst health of your life you know and I've definitely realized that I just have been you know given like so much and I have so much to be thankful for that I have a roof over my head I have two parents I have a you know healthy sibling I have you know amazing friends so it's definitely you know made me more thankful for everything that I do have and I think another thing for me as well is just that it's helped me strengthen um my relationships with my family as well because I remember like you know during school and stuff we're gone, you know, eight hours a day, you know, we don't see our families, it would be, and my parents were at work too, so I'd come home, we'd see each other for like five minutes, eat, go to sleep, and that was it. So definitely now, I realize that 
again, like I have so much more to be thankful for. And I just have established like a, a much better relationship with my parents and I can just like talk to them more and, um, this and that. So, you know, being around them more, I'll be honest, like sometimes family can just be annoying at times, but other times, you know, you're just, when you can just sit and relax and you can like watch a movie with your parents or, you know, just like talk to them or even eat with them. Cause I, a lot of the time I didn't even do that. So I think, you know, being at home and being, you know, somewhat isolated, I, um, have definitely gotten the chance to, you know, bond with people around me so much better than I did before. And even with my friends too, I, um, you know, have learned so much more about you guys than I did before. Cause we talk, you know, every single day. So I'm definitely, you know, grateful for that, that I've again, learned to be more thankful and I've learned to just, um, learned how to like bond with people, you know, more than I did before. I couldn't agree with the two of you more, um, of just like how these experiences have helped you and strengthen you. Um, and I wanted to kind of add to what Aaron was saying about basically being present. I think for me, that was one of the biggest things for me was just being present. I think um, with this pandemic, especially before, well, before the pandemic, I was always like moving around, whether that was with schoolwork or hanging out with friends or just whatever it was, church events. I was constantly moving weekends, packed, school days failed and then you know coming home and then we'd have like homework or whatnot so I never had the time to number one spend as much time as I really wanted to with my family and friends but also um even with God I felt like a lot of times I get so caught up in like having what I had to do and my schedule whatnot that I just kind of put like that quality one-on-one -on -one time with him just kind of on the back burner. And I think with unexpected events and just like hard times, we oftentimes grow closer to God because we're more dependent upon him. We're trusting in him. We're asking him for his advice and guidance during that season. So it's in, I feel like for me personally, it's during these unexpected times, especially with COVID, you know, just asking him like, how can I be practical in this time? Like, you know, what is it that I can learn? Um, how could I be maybe a help to someone else? And just how can I strengthen my faith? Um, and, you know, walking out of these times, I think Demi mentioned it, you learned so much that now you're able to share that with other people. You're able to be a testimony. Like, you know, I went through this hard time. Now let me help you through yours so that you don't have to go through the same things that I had to go through, or let me help you like avoid this path because I went down that road and this is where it leads. So let me try to um, motivate you to go the other direction. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why, you know, God allows certain things to happen in our life because, you know, and I think we mentioned this often, like the things that we go through in life don't always have, nine times out of 10, they have nothing to do with us personally they always have something to do with someone else. So you can be going through, you know, I don't know, you lost a really close friend through an argument or whatnot, and that may really hurt you. And you can feel so many different emotions through that time. But then you walk away learning so much more about yourself, about how to deal with other people. And then you can carry that over and just maybe motivate or encourage or guide someone else through their difficulty. Definitely. I really loved everything you said about that. And um, one thing that kind of like popped into my head, I was just like kind of thinking, 
a phrase that really like resonates with me is that the best is yet to come. You know, I know <laughs> you guys can't see Demi right now, but she just did something so funny. But um, no, I was I just want to kind of go back to what you were saying about, you know, senior year. There's so many things to look forward to and there, all these events and trips and this and that, which, you know, and all of our schooling, like we're waiting for senior year because it's supposed to be the best out of all of them. But um, <laughs> it's not right now. But um, I've just, I've just like, you know, been kind of thinking about the phrase like the best is yet to come. You know, senior year isn't going to be the only year where you're going to have fun stuff to do. So, you know, there's no point. You, I, I understand like we're all going to be sad about it, but you shouldn't like stay in that sort of state where you're just sad about it all the time you know you just got to keep moving forward and just you have to um just kind of have this um thought in mind that god has so much more planned for you than just senior year you know so um i just kind of wanted to add that in because i know you know we're not the only seniors out here and there's so many people who you know of course, wanted their senior year to go so much better than this. And I understand how, you know, upsetting it may be. And I, at times I do, like, I sometimes I think, because right now it's October and I know right now we'd be getting ready for Spirit Week and it would be our last one. And we'd, you know, just been trying to work our hardest to win. But um, yeah, and it can be discouraging. But like I was saying, you you have to really realize and, you know, stick with that phrase that the best is yet to come. And there's just so much more, you know, to life than just senior year. So I just kind of wanted to add that in. Word. Yes. That's so true. That is the truth. Because I can testify, like, I had all these plans. Like, I was about to make a vision board <laughs> for senior year. I was like, you know what? This is going to be senior year. I'm going to be 18. I'm going to vote. I'm going to have a car. I'm going to have a permit, driver's license. I'm going to have a birthday party. I'm going to do all these things. Honey, Um, I don't have a car. I don't have a driver's license. I can't vote because of something that happened with my birth certificate. Um, Like, I never did anything. But honestly, as Erin mentioned, the best is yet to come. Like, there's more to life than just senior year. And, like, I have to think of it this way. Would I rather spend my best days in high school or in college? Would I rather spend my best days in high school or, you know, being married, being a mom and all that stuff, you know, being some kind of famous person, in some kind of workforce, like all that stuff. Like, I just have to think about that constantly, like, would I rather celebrate now or later on in life? And I know there's so much more later on in life than right now. So it, it all comes back to that mentality. And yeah, like, <laughs> I never did anything, but it's okay. It's okay. Because the best is yet to come. Same <laughs> positive. Yeah, that is so true um, with Aaron mentioned about the best is yet to come. And I think um, what like stood out to me when she said that was that you can recognize where you're hurting or you can recognize the disappointments, but you don't have to stay there. I think a lot of times we like mope and like complain and just dwell over what didn't work or what we should have been doing or I don't know, whatever, you know, our expectations not being met. But we can identify those, but we can just identify them for what they are and then move past that and then look towards something better, like Aaron mentioned, that the best is yet to come. And I also wanted to add that what Demi said about how she was going to create this vision board for senior year and all of her expectations um, regarding that. And a verse that stuck out 
stuck out to me was um, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. And I think a lot of times we're like, I've done it too. I'm like, okay, my 18th birthday, you know, I'm going to do this. I want a car by this time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be driving and a, B, C, D, E, F, G, list of all of the things that I want, whole list. But, and there's nothing wrong with planning. There's nothing wrong with having expectations. But when we prioritize them so much and we dwell on those things so much that they're kind of like on the forefront of our mind at all times and that any slight change um, will just bring us discouragement, I think that's where the problem arises. And I think that's what that verse is like, I don't know, trying to teach us is that we can have plans, we can, you know, think about things, but to not dwell on those, to not make those what the precedent of what that year or what that day is going to be, because none of us expected COVID-19, none of us expected our senior year to go like this or schooling or whatever, but it happened. And, you know, I think that's something that we can all learn is just to not dwell on the hard stuff, but also just trust God every single day, um, not just in hard times, but um, trust that every day he's going to guide us and and lead us into what he has for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Any, any last advice for those who may be going through an unexpected time besides COVID? Hmm. I'd say... I mean, I think the big thing is to just stay positive and definitely for me, just find something that will make you laugh. Because I feel like when I laugh, it just life you kind of like forget about life a little bit. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) when something's funny, that just like sticks in your head and you just like crack up about it. But um, definitely staying positive. And I want to say when we were not trying to say like you can't feel the way that you feel you're wrong for feeling the way that you feel because you're human like you you have the right to feel the way that you feel you know this is it this is like a historic time you know you have the right to feel how you feel and no one can really tell you otherwise um but i also want to say like cuz i've been in it too where you can just feel like really sad and like depressed and i want people to know that it's okay to reach out and it's okay to ask for help because, you know, we're all going through the same thing and we all could really use the time to just lift each other up and to not necessarily be so divided and, you know, all that stuff. Cause I know it's so easy to, to pick sides on what you believe in this and that. But I think during this time, it's so easy for us as people to just get really sad and discouraged. Cause you know, I've, I've felt it, you know, in these last seven months. So I just want to say that you, you know, have a right to feel the way that you feel, but try your best to stay positive and to just, you know, look to the future. And if you, if you really do need help, I would definitely recommend, you know, if you're a Christian, you know, definitely read the Bible, some scripture, stuff like that. And then if you're, even if you're not, and even if you are a Christian, just, it's okay to reach out for help. You know, it's okay to talk to people who you're close to. It's okay to talk about the feelings that you're feeling. So I just wanted to, you know, just kind of emphasize on that, that we're not trying to say like, you can't feel the way that you feel. So, yeah. I think that's really important to just connect with other people because we can get isolated at times and just try to deal with things on our own. I know I do that sometimes. It's like, I'll just like, try to say like, oh, I'll figure it out or it's okay. Like I'll just deal with it. But 
God never wanted it to be like that. Like if you think of the Garden of Eden, like God made Eve to be a companion for Adam. And Adam wasn't even really struggling. He was just enjoying the the beautiful garden, all of the luxuries there. So imagine how close he would have us to be in our difficulties. He doesn't want us to just remain isolated because an isolated mind is the devil's workplace. Okay, let's just be honest. When we're just sitting there moping, oh, this pimple on my face. Oh, um, I'm gaining weight. Oh, I didn't get my test score that I wanted. Oh, I didn't get my party. Oh, I didn't, whatever it is. That's, it's like, I don't know about you, but I'm just going to be honest. When I start complaining and I start, you know, dwelling on what didn't happen and all these things, it just like more stuff keeps coming to my mind. Like, it'll just be one thing. I could be talking about skincare. And by the end of the, the moping session, it I'll be so far out. It'll be like stuff that has nothing to do with skincare. Yeah, like exactly. So I would just say it is important to stay connected so that you're not isolated and ask for people um, advice that are going to give you wise counsel, not just people that are going to agree with you and tell you, okay, yeah, just just have a complaining party together. But sometimes it's really, it's well, not sometimes, it's always important to have that person, whether that's your parent or an older sibling or whatever that you can confide in and you can, you know, ask for their advice and encouragement and whatnot. And I also wanted to say, you know, as a final um, thing of advice is that it will all be worth it in the end and that it will all work out for your good. Cause a lot of times we go through like difficult times and then we think like, you know, how is God going to use this? How are we going to, how is God going to work this out for our good? But that's his promise. He promises, promises us that anything that we go through, any hardship, any, you know, loss of job or loved one, even if we can't see it in that moment, that it's going to work out for our good. And um, like we mentioned, it could be through a testimony that we'll be able to give through guidance for someone else or just for strengthening in our own life. Yes. Well, you heard us. Don't forget to dwell on God's promises for your life. Don't forget to smile. Don't forget to surround yourself with the people that will uplift you. Don't forget to just be yourself. And don't forget to... Stay real. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.